Have you ever made an internal groan every time you saw someone or perhaps you saw their phone number? Well, maybe not you, maybe someone that you know. <laughs> I'll talk about myself. Sometimes when I see a text message or a voicemail from someone that I really just don't care to interact with, but for whatever reason, they are still heavily invested in still developing a relationship and it's time to cut the cord. It's time to part ways, but it's really difficult to do that. Look, I get it. It's human. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. If you know you need to end a relationship, if you know that it's time to say goodbyes, but you don't want to be a jerk, you don't want to be a, a inconsiderate person, I'll just say it politely that way. <laughs> what do you do? How do you do it? And why would you do that? Now, we're not going to ghost people. We're not going to shade them. We're not going to do anything but speak with love and kindness. And in today's episode, if you need to end relationship, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to do it in a very kind and classy way. And you're going to get all these steps coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you're here. Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. It is not just for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's for anyone who wants to improve how they communicate with first and foremost themselves. Because Lord knows we all have some crazy thoughts that go through our minds every day. <laughs> we need to sort out the fact from the fiction. So we're going to learn how to communicate better with ourselves. And we're not going to be shading people or being rude or disrespectful we're going to communicate with other people with love and that may be really hard in a world that promotes dog eat dog culture or get them first or get back at them or, or all this malicious type of energy we don't, we don't need that vibe i mean there's so much craziness out there right we don't need to add more fuel to the fire that's not what this podcast is all about we are all about loving ourselves and loving other people as they are, not as how we want them to be. And I know that sounds mission possible because don't we think that the world would just be a better and brighter pace if they just do things our way? Well, newsflash, those other people are thinking the exact same thing about us. So we got to be able to think in a more elevated and more refined way. So I'm glad that you are here. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit that subscribe, follow button, wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, which I usually do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for right now, don't hold me to it. Life changes, things happen. <laughs> for right now, that's the schedule. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you homeboys, homegirls, my posse have been listening and been enjoying this podcast make sure that you share this podcast i am on twitter x whatever they want to call themselves this week as elon musk his mind changes at the drop of a dime anywho i am on denise g lee on that platform i'm leaving links in the show notes below also be a dear and check out my website denisegeely.com where I bore you with science and psychology and all that stuff that helps you be able to think better and not act the fool with people that's something that is of interest to you when you feel upset or worried or hysteric or anxious or just living life because we don't have to default to the life script of our parents or teachers or society or culture we don't have to behave the way that we have seen there's a better way oh and by the way when i say life script every one of us have a form of assumptions and rules and regulations that have been fed to us by our demonstrators as i mentioned your parents your religious leaders your 
educators, all those people, and they have created a sort of rule book that, or your script that you go off of. And if you're interested in learning what yours is and whether or not it's even helping you, check out my website, denisegelee.com on the banner. There is learn your life script. Click on that link. It's a 10 to 15 minute. It's a free quiz. And I just list some very important questions to ask you. And I'm also leaving links in the show notes below if you don't want to navigate to denisegelee.com because I know, understand that you guys are busy. So I'm not trying to make your time more laborious than it needs to be. Anywho, let's talk about today's episode about ending relationships. And I, the reason why I thought about it and the reason why it just kind of came to my mind was, you know, there was a lot of chatter amongst my own community. When I mean community, I'm talking about my, my clients. And obviously if you are connected with me on social media, this, this conversation, like, how do I end relationship? Why do I end relationships? And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not <laughs> a saint. I haven't been able to end things the right way in the past. And usually what would happen is I would get them all angry and upset, cause a huge fight, and then have them do the dirty work of not contacting me. Or I would just let them fade into existence, like meaning like not calling and just let I guess time and space take its course. But, you know, I've learned a lot since being a coach. I've learned a lot as I've been working on my own spiritual development program. And yes, in order to improve on your personal development, that includes your spiritual development. You can't be spiritually evolved while mentally declined or emotionally inclined. It doesn't work that way. But anyway, as I was kind of reflecting and thinking about the things that I have learned about and the things of my own personal experience, if I could hit the rewind, rewind button and do things differently, what would they be and why? And so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about first and foremost, the seasons of life. Then we're going to be talking about why we need a relationship. And then lastly, we're going to talk about how we end a relationship. But let's first, let's talk about the seasons of life. And uh, it doesn't matter whether or not it's a romantic or personal relationship. It all falls into different seasons. And weak relationships where one of both you or the other person aren't able to negotiate your wants or your not wants successfully because this is all we, this is what relationship uh, is a coalition between one or more persons that agree to hang out based on conditions and if one or both people can't negotiate on what those ideas are the relationship falls apart but and relationships typically fall apart during the winter time. So we're going to go through the seasons: summer, fall, winter, and spring. And as you're thinking about your relationship that you want to end, or perhaps you want to transform, this is the time I want you to really sit and ask yourself, okay, what season am I in? And I wouldn't say that each season is literally going to be three to four months. It's going to be some, for some people, seasons last for years. And then fade away in obscurity. Maybe you only have one season. I highly, highly recommend that if you are in a significant relationship, please, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to the other person to take a moment to really think about what I have to say and ask yourself, okay, hmm, maybe I'm in this season and I haven't really evolved out of this season. I don't know. It's something for you to think about. Okay, so (laughs) let's just get into it. The first season everybody's in is summertime. Summertime is fun at time. Things are heating up between the two of you. 
there's little to no faults that can be found during this season. I remember when I was interacting with a, 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 a person at, at church, and I remember saying to, uh, to her, I said, oh my goodness, we're going to have so much fun. We're going to go to Target, and we're going to get a BFFF, uh, Best Friends Forever, bracelet, and act like a little a bunch of teenagers, teenage girls. And I was half serious when I said that, to be honest with you. But anyway, the whole point that I'm trying to make here is that you're excited. You're discovering each other. And this is a perfect season when you're learning more about each other and testing out what you want, what you don't want. And obviously carrying over lessons learned from the prior relationship that you have romantic or platonic. One of the things I've learned when I begin relationship and I'm in that summertime is to not put that much weight into the person lasting at any given time frame, a month, two years, doesn't matter. I'm only present with that person in that season, that season alone. And I'm just letting myself be very clear and confident about who I am, what I want and what I need. So my question to you, if you're in the summertime right now, you just met someone and things are just really awesome and cool and spectacular. Are you getting yourself lost in the sauce of interacting with them? This is a so common for people who are people pleasers or codependents or people who are addicted to approval where you do not want that relationship to end for anything. And so you're so happy. It's almost a euphoric state. You're ignoring red flags. And I'm going to talk about that more later in our time with one another. But that's a serious thing that I see with a lot of my clients I work with. They say, my goodness, they were perfect. They are making X amount of dollars and their kids are so well behaved and everything seems perfect about them except the fact that they're a chronic liar and they always show up late. And I'm pausing and I'm thinking, oh, pump the brakes. They're a chronic liar and they're always late. Summertime is so easy to want to gloss over the negative things, the inconsistent thing. Look, we all got a couple of screws loose. We all got something that is a little off with us. Nobody here is perfect. No one deserves perfection because we aren't perfect. But if there are some really huge integrity issues, that is a huge, I wouldn't say red flag. I would say a yellow flag. Proceed with caution. Don't give too much stock in the person or in the relationship because that's a sign of something bigger and brewing. Look, everyone puts on their perfection face in the beginning of any kind of relationship. But when you are in the beginning of a relationship and you're already seeing things that are questionable, that's something to think about, okay? Now let's talk about the next section, uh, season, pardon me, is fall. Fall is, the thrill is kind of gone. During this, during the prior season, summertime, you and the other person work so hard to carry, hide your character defects. But now both of you guys, feel a little comfortable, maybe uh, loosening the waistband of perfection and let in some things about you uh, kind of show. Maybe you won't hold your tongue as quickly when you feel Ill- irritated or maybe you feel it's okay to let loose and share some feelings of that you would have n- never shared in the beginning. This is a time where both of you guys are showcasing your insecurities and vulnerabilities. Fall is the time that I always love for real personal growth in the sense of, can you accept the fact that you and the other person aren't perfect? Are you able to be able to go through the next section, the winter time? And that's where it gets really rough. 
but fall is where the luster from the eyes kind of falls away and you're kind of starting to see reality but not quite yet but now let's move into the winter time winter time i call the negotiation time this is where you and the other person need to negotiate how much time you guys spending together together apart how much space are you going to occupy do you always have to be at certain restaurants or certain activ- activities on the weekends? Can you negotiate? How much money, if you're in a relation- romantic or in a business relationship, how much money are you spending? And how much time are you going to spend playing, doing recreational activities? I don't know. You need to be thinking about that. This is where you have to determine whether or not that this person, even on the worst day, is 51% valuable to you. Okay. And winter time is where I see, mo- well, actually fall and winters when most pe- relationships just fall apart because this is where your communication skills are needed the most. A lot of us, as I mentioned earlier in the beginning of our time with one another, always default to how we observed, how our, pardon me, how our parents behaved. We just kind of default to it because that's kind of all we know. And if your parents had struggled with communication, you're, unless you learn anything better, you're going to just kind of repeat the same cycle again and again and again. And if you are tired of boom and bust relationships, when I say boom and bust, like here today, gone tomorrow, then this is that question I have to ask you. Are you being very selective about who you are going to be with or even the reasons why you're in the relationship to begin with? I'll never forget when I was still working in corporate America, I was in the lunchroom talking with a coworker and I was lamenting about my latest fling on flop relationship and I was hemming and hawing and complaining about, oh, there's no good men out there. Oh, how can I connect with anybody? Nobody wants to be with me. And in the midst of my complaining, my coworker put her hand on my, my wrist and looked me in the eye and said, Maybe he knew that he wasn't worthy to begin with you. Maybe he knew that you weren't interested in him seriously. And he just did the dirty work. And I said, how can he be? You know, I really try to care about him. And I was really supportive about him. And now like 10 years later, I'm pausing. I'm thinking about my behavior. And like, I showed him through my behavior that I looked down on him. He was my fixer upper project too many women are men some men too but primarily women who treat their male interest as a project and what you will discover if you treat your partner as a project is that he will be constantly behind schedule and over budget and you're you're literally trying to drag him to the altar and you're not marrying a grown man you're trying to marry a boy but I digress when I on that subject the point I'm trying to make is that too many of us get into relationships because of our own baggage from the past and try to drag it into the future and then wonder why we never have satisfactory relationships this is the time where I really want to ask you like are you in a relationship for the right reasons because the reason why your relationships aren't maybe working the way that you want them to is because the expectations were off and funky to begin with. I personally didn't want to accept that back then because I wanted to be perfect and right and without flaws and I'm still not perfect and I'm not right and I still have flaws but at least 
I am in that place in that space in my life where I'm saying, wow, we all have problems. We all have issues. Can we work to get along despite those issues? That's the sign of true growth. And if you're able to survive that winter season, you can go into spring. Spring is the time. That's the last stage we're going to talk about. Spring is a time of rebirth, refreshment, renewal. And if you can successfully negotiate your wants or your not wants, what your needs are and get into spring, you'll be able to form a meaningful relationship with another person, romantic or platonic. And marriages, partnerships, and other long-term commitments are solidified during this phase. Now, as you're listening about summer, fun time, the newness, the fall is starting to get get into routine, winter, it's rough, it's negotiated, and then springtime, where are you right now in your relationship? Are you really in the midst of heavy negotiation or perhaps you just need a reboot and get back into springtime i don't know you need to evaluate your relationship now in the next section of our time with one another we're going to be talking about the reasons to end a relationship and most importantly how to end a relationship on the right footing because so many of us have ruined things that could just be modified and tweaked if we communicate with the right words and we're going to get to that coming to you after this short break. Okay, so we're talking about relationships. We talked about in the beginning of our time with one another that there are so many reasons why relationships begin and end. And most of them ends in the seasons of a fall and winter where we're literally seeing the good, bad, and ugh, the ugly of the relationship. And because of our inability or lack of tools to communicate our wants and needs we usually have relationships fall apart in the terrible of worst ways at least I'm thinking about some of the ways I relate my relationships ended really bad ways were yelling and complaining and belittling and shaming instead of understanding and acknowledging and appreciating we can do it better we can be able to get into that season of springtime rebirth refreshment renewal but it really all depends on you being very clear about who you are, what you want, and why you want it. And so this is where we're going to talk about the reasons to end a relationship. Look, when it comes to relationships, anything can be tough and heart-wrenching to decision to make. It's a hard thing to make. However, it's important to know that breaking up is not always a bad thing and can be done for the right reasons, okay? It's important that you understand the reasons behind the reason why you want to end a relationship as they can make or break the healing process that follows. Here's the thing. We can graduate into a better relationship once we learn the lessons that we have, which we are designed to learn with the person that we're with. I always tell my clients, stay in a relationship until you cannot stand it anymore, until you are apathetic, meaning you can take it or leave it, but you are feeling loving towards the person, meaning that you wish them well, you just don't want to be in a relationship with them. That way you can be able to have a better relationship with the next person in whatever shape or form it may take. That's the thing that's so important for us to understand. Relationships are training grounds for better relationships. And we want to make sure that we're ending it on the right way. And I'll talk about how to do it. But first, let's talk about the re- more of the reasons why to end a relationship. Look, you can end a relationship for the wrong reasons, which can come from fear, shame, 
avoidance, and worst of all, self-pity, which can lead to distorted decision-making processes. Look, I cannot tell you how many situational ships, I say situational ship, I wouldn't even call them relationship because relationship requires two mature, honest people willing to be vulnerable and honest, which it wasn't. It was based on lust and fear and insecurity and self-seeking behavior. And anyway, when I did get into situational ships with people, it was always based on you're not providing what I want on my own page. Oh, and by the way, I don't really care whether or not it's realistic or even something that you would agree to. And any relationship based on purely self-seeking motivations is, is a terrible and it's really a crappy way of doing things. And I have done it on one or more occasions. And maybe you or someone you know might have been guilty of that. And it's a crappy way of, of, of being a human being. I just, I, I don't know any other way to say just bluntly like that because we don't really learn how to manage our relationships, manage our emotions, and more importantly, understand that we need each other in this whole path called life. And we can't just do a slash and burn thing with everybody, okay? So that's the bad way of ending a relationship. The terrible reasons of ending a relationship. But on the other hand, if we're going to end a relationship, let it be based on differences in values and priorities, a lack of trust, or the inability of you or the other person to make and keep commitments. The only way that you know you love yourself and anyone around you is by the commitments that you're willing to make and keep. And if you're not willing to be clear about, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to, I'm not going to do that, or I'm willing to be here, or I'm not willing to be there emotionally or physically or spiritually, then that is a, and you agreed about it before and you don't do it, that's a signal that the relationship is not worth keeping up your end of the, or the other person's end of the uh, agreement. And it's not worth trying to create anything long-term because it's always going to end in resentment and hostility. How many relationships have you seen? I've seen way too many of mine where there's a couple and they're a long-term relationship. And the only reason they're in a relationship is because of finances or because of the kids or because of some type of of situation that entangles them. But as soon as that goes away, the relationship goes away. Think about I'm thinking right now about the empty nest syndrome when the kids leave the nest, they graduate, they go to college, they go or they just leave the home for whatever reason. There's no common bond or perhaps the one person has become so involved in their career or their work and they totally neglect everything because they're pursuing the almighty rupee or dollar or wherever your country's currency is and it's a terrible situation where in the beginning of the relationship it was based on mutual love and understanding cooperation but now it becomes inconvenient because one person is not willing or able for whatever reason to make and keep their agreements as to how they will spend time space money and play with one another oh when I say it's time, space, money, and play, that's kind of one of the communication tools that I teach my private clients about how they relate with their partner in a romantic relationship, but you can also use it in a business relationship. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is that a lot of us aren't taught how we should be able to identify if a relationship is worth keeping and more importantly, why it's worth ending. But again, it should end if there is a lack of trust 
lack of values uh, and priorities or the inability of one or both partners to make and keep agreements. If you want to be healthy emotionally, it requires two people being present, willing to show up, and willing to do the work. If only one person is just trying to drag the other person along to the finish line, it's never going to work. There's going to be someone miserable. It's inevitable, okay? Now, if you have decided for yourself, okay, I need to end this relationship. It ain't working. I get it. And you did it for the right reasons, not out of shame or self-pity or or cowardice or any of that energy. Let's talk about how to do it the right way. And I always recommend face-to-face. If people, you or the other person, are mature enough and can have an amicable and friendly conversation, I always recommend that, that because... Look, here's the thing, 60 to 80% of our communication is nonverbal, gestures, tones of face, postures, intonation, pitching your voice, they're all communicating stuff. And if you only just separate it away and just have words alone, you're missing out on so much other information. But I understand if you're dealing with someone who's hostile or they're, are, they're prone to angry outbursts, I understand why it may not be the best or even an option to talk with them face to face. So as what I'm saying, it can go both ways. You can say it, in, you can say it to someone to their face, or you can write a letter. Okay. But listen to what I have to say. I have some steps for ending it the right way. So the first thing that I always recommend is that regardless if you're writing a letter or you're communicating in person to highlight the positive aspects of the relationship and Tell the other person sincerely, like, why you enjoyed the relationship. What, because here's the thing. No matter how crappy the relationship was, there was always something good. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been in it to begin with. This is the time you can think about the positive aspects of the other person or, or perhaps thinking about the situation that drew you guys together. If, if it was positive, by the way. You know, trying connecting with someone based on trolling online is never a good bonding relationship <laughs> beginning. But anyway, if you you met because you or the other person were going through a trying situation and you needed emotional support, perhaps you had common bonds with your business or your schooling or or whatever. Like, bring that up. Start off on a good note. Set a, a tone of very a positivity that will help carry the the conversation forward as you get into a little bit more difficult uh, grounds. And then after you do that, this is where you go into not blaming the other person, but being very clear about your needs and communicating them clearly with the other person. This is where you're truthful about the ways in which you may have contributed to the decline of the relationship. This is where you say, hey, I need someone who's honest and caring not telling someone you're a liar and you're untrustworthy. Okay, we're not doing that. We're focusing on us and what we need because if we're going to, again, graduate to the next level with other people, that requires us having a level of of introspection. And if you messed up, if you didn't do your part, this is a time you are able to communicate that honestly and sincerely with the other person. This is where you're truthful. And I know that might be scary if you have some feelings of self-pity and, or shame or you don't 
feel comfortable about vulnerability. But here's the thing, in order for you to be able to have good relationships, that requires vulnerability. And what better way to end something, but end it with care and concern and honesty. That's how you're going to be able to avoid confusion and avoid conflict in the future is that you end things cleanly. And then this is also during that time where you're being honest, you also need to be clear about the level of contact you're going forward with the other person. Don't lie and say, oh yeah, we're going to stay together or I'll contact you when you know in the back of your mind, you're not going to contact them. You don't want nothing to do with them. I wouldn't say I want nothing to do with you. I would say, I wish you the best, and I hope that you can be able to connect with someone who is better aligned with you. That does not include, I will contact you on the fifth of every, the fifth of every month or whatever. We're not going to do that. We, there's a better way for us to be able to communicate with people, and that means we're not going to lie about what we won't do, okay? And I know that might feel frightening because for some of us, We've been trained to people please or say anything just to get someone off our back. But know that there's a better way of communicating. And that means letting people know honestly where you stand and what you will and will not do. That's how we grow as human beings. And this can be scary. So I want to be able to support you. So obviously, I have amazing attitude. That's my my program where I hop into your inbox once every 30 days and give you a very heartfelt message about how to communicate better, how to be able to express your needs and wants with other people and understand who you are in the process. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below. And obviously, if you're interested in working with me, that's another course. And lastly, if you are interested in connecting with me via social media, make sure that you connect with me on Denise G. Lee. I'm leaving links in the show notes below if you want to ping me and ask me a question there. I want to be able to support you in those three ways, either as a client, taking one of my on-demand courses, or connecting with me via social media. Well, I got a question to ask you. What are you going to do to communicate better when you know that you need to end a relationship or perhaps you need to revamp certain things? I'd love to hear from you. Please send me a message via uh, Twitter. Also, you can send me a voicemail message. You're on Spotify, anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. Love to hear from you there as well. So I know that this is not an easy subject. So thank you so much for taking your time and listening to this episode. I'm hoping that I challenged you, but didn't discourage you. And this is not what this podcast is to do to kind of beat you down. It's to help you lift you up and understanding who you are how you can be able to speak with honesty and sincerity. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm just wishing you the best in all of your relationships. Well, take care and bye.